0: To the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are open for business 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Moan, how was your Memorial Day weekend?
1: It was beautiful. It was relaxing, man. I know what Memorial Day is for is, you know, I think everyone who's lost someone or been close to someone that they know that's given their all, literally, to the cause of us being able to have a relaxing day. Um, but it was good, man. we supposed to have had a baseball tournament this weekend. My kid got asked to pick up. And this was honestly as a family, probably our, our last weekend together until school starts back up. So uh, we took the weekend off. Kids went swimming, man. Um, went to a Tennessee baseball game for one night, man. It was a, uh, it was solid. DK, what about yours?
0: Yeah, it's really cool. It was relaxing more than anything relaxing. else here. I just kind of yeah, I had the same thing. All of our families home. Uh, we chilled. We had, did the whole burgers on the grill thing, and uh, you know, ended up watching some hockey and some baseball later at night. And it was, you know, and then today I went right back to Steelers HQ and did more work. That's just how it goes, right? I didn't mention that. Also
1: cooked out too. Had a big old spread for the fam and everything. Man, it was, it was a grand old time, man. So a little bit of sports, food, relaxation, right?
0: Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Steelers HQ was busy. <laughs> today uh, hopping again with another wave of OTAs beginning uh, those run today through Thursday and then next week is the semi main event that being mini camp, which is not voluntary uh, but this one which is voluntary had according to video that we shot Deontay Johnson in attendance so end of super big controversy or whatever or not however it is that you want to look at that sort of thing here but you had something you wanted to talk about today related to Deontay.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, relating to him and somebody else. Who gets paid first? Minka Fitzpatrick or Deontay Johnson?
0: Who would you because pay first?
1: If I'm being real with you, I got to go with Minka on this one. Mm-hmm. Just the position, flexibility that he has, the plays that he's made, his past and what he's done. We're not talking just Pro Bowl. We're talking about All-Pro. When you speak about that position, you're speaking about Minka, Honey Badger, Jamal, uh, and, and Jamal Adams. And if I'm missing somebody else that's an all-world safety, I apologize, but those are the guys you're looking at. Collins, before, you know, he I think he got released by Washington football team. I'd rather call him that, but Washington commanders. But at that position, it's Minka and a few others in that state. When you got one of the best in the world at that position, it's best to hold on to him. And right now, too, the stronghold of this team is probably defense for a lot of different reasons. Their age, their experience, what they've been through, the leaders that they have on that side of the ball, Minka being one of those guys. And I think when you have stability on that side of the ball, it's, it's better for you to go ahead and pay that type of person as far as the team dynamics. And and just to contrast on the other side of it, Deontay's a wide receiver, Um. By the way, their market value is through the roof. Just in mm-hmm. general, the demand for ready to go wide receivers is through the roof too, and Deontay's in that conversation. I, I actually saw a uh, article this past weekend that said this. It, it had our guy on there, George Pickens, and it, it was something that somebody he's your, said, "He's your guy. He's my guy. I'm a role you know is. I, I can't, I,
0: I can't even half claim George Pickens <laughs> with the with the with the ownership you've taken of the George Pickens situation.
1: In the days of us playing and picking day ones, he Mm -hmm. would be my day one, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, But the article read, how in the bleep do Pittsburgh Steelers do this year after year? Meaning, how do they continue to go find a wide receiver that's this good, that's this consistent, that becomes a budding star year after year? And the history of this team being able to do this is another product of Deontay. And I'm not taking away from him, but what I'm saying is, I think he will get paid, but the guy that probably will go first, I think, is just, well, the person I think should go first is Minka Fitzpatrick.
0: I wonder, I wonder myself if Deontay's even going to get paid by this team. Oh. Because we're talking about second contracts, right? Yeah, we are. Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's count all the wide receivers that have gotten second contracts from the Steelers. Uh huh. Antonio Antonio Brown, Heinz Ward, and if you want to count one year of juju, you can do that. And otherwise, thanks for playing, everybody. Oh. Okay, because I look at Deontay, and I see him as an incomplete product, meaning he has terrific first half, first three quarters of a season, and then he falls off at the worst possible time. I don't believe that makes you a number one receiver in this league, statistics or not. And Deontay is, let's put it this way, what you just said they could do next year again. It's the product. And and you could just draft another one. There are so many available to you in the Mm -hmm. draft and in the first two, three rounds of the draft. You can get someone in the third round that can just walk right onto your field and play.
1: Uh, That's true. So with with us going back to the point of the wide receiver market, the demand for the ones that are hot and ready to go that price on that second contract is a lot higher too than Mm -hmm. what it used to be. And you know what? I say good for those guys is able to get that and, and and obtain it. I think it's beautiful, but you also to your point, looking at it like Pittsburgh has shown that they don't miss at this position when it comes down to drafting them. So let's go to the guys that I play with, play with Hines, watching him develop into a borderline hall of fame career, right? Yes. Borderline borderline hall of fame career. He's got all a good bit of the accolades in Pittsburgh. Um, the next two guys, and I almost got to count two, even though the other one didn't get the deals. Well, three. You know where I'm going. Mike Wallace said no if that if those rumors are true, and he went and got a bag from Miami, or was it Minnesota? It's one or the other. It was Miami? Uh, Miami went and got a bag from them. Um, uh, Emmanuel is another guy that ended up getting a bag from somebody else. Still getting Broncos. his bags. <laughs> Still getting them. So you you got to look at the amount of talent, honestly, behind Deontay Chase. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of guys behind them. George, I'm counting him in. That you almost wager on the fact that look, you can play hard to get with us, but we're gonna play the same exact business that we've always done. Which, and I, I know this too, as far as the Steelers go, they'll go find another one. Omar said it. Biz, it will be business as usual. That's there, it. And, and that's what you gotta approach it. Um, but when we're looking at importance. You'd almost lean towards Minka when it comes down to it, right?
0: Oh, I wouldn't. Almost, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent on on that side. Uh, I mean, Minka to me has the ability. Doesn't mean he's completely hit it yet, but he has the ability to be truly special yes, in the he NFL. Does. I mean, you can't say that about Deontay Johnson on his best day. You know, <sighs> hey, you just can't. And
1: I like Deontay. I'm, hey, hey, I'm. <laughs> that's personal to me. But what I'm saying okay. is, I want to see him go get it. To your point, I just don't know if Pittsburgh is going to lay down and do it for him because he's up. Like, I'm with you. they probably much rather let him hit the open market. Yep.
0: Yep. Play it out. Send him out there. See what you can find. If you like it, you don't like it, you can come back to us. We'll talk some more or whatever. But, no, they're not lining up any kind of truck uh, for him. When we come back, Ramon's friends at Pro Football Focus had something to say about the Steelers. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Ramon's buddies at PFF, uh, that of course being pro football focus, have put out yet another meaningless analysis in a long line, a long and not at all illustrious line of meaningless analyses. And Mon has something to say about one that they just put out today. I think it
1: kind of falls back on the conversation we just had in the previous segment to the importance of a team. Importance to a team is is where it goes. And they had their top three players from every team Um, based on just their analysis of them and just what they mean to a team. Like Matthew Stafford didn't make the L.A. Rams top three because they got A.D., they got Jalen Ramsey, and they got Cooper Cup. That makes sense to you. Yeah, that'll kind
0: of do it there. uh. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So for the
1: Steelers, the top three players that uh, that they say are important to the team, T.J.
0: Watt, you'd agree. Tough call there, but yes. Cameron (laughs) Hayward is another tough call. No, he's not. These are the tough <laughs> calls. sarcastically we're oh, saying that. Man.
1: Um, but it goes back to the other position that we were just talking about. The third one is Minka Fitzpatrick. Sure, it is. If I gave you those three guys and said start a team, would it use like, yeah, this is a great starting well,
0: point? Well, start a team is a different criteria, though. See, what? when a you play these games, yeah, and you play these games, if you were a GM and you were drafting, da, 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 you know what you would do is you draft a bunch of young guys. You wouldn't, yeah, you would. You wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't. This is not about drafting to win one game, in which you're always going to take Tom Brady as your quarterback oh, until he's yeah. like seventy. You know, yeah. if yeah. you're taking three Steelers, just. You know, to build a team, then I think there's a little bit of a discussion or a debate between Minka and, let's say, Najee Harris. Am I right? Well, you
1: say that, and I'd almost tell you, well, you can always go find another running back, too.
0: But you know what I'm saying? for the purposes of this exercise, oh, you no, can't. Per- it's off for, the roster. Okay. You're cheating.
1: <laughs> I am cheating a little bit, but when it when I gave you those those three players, you'd almost say yes. Those are very and important yeah, pieces absolutely. to this team. And absolutely. then I will say this too: it said they also considered this would be a really good one for you, Stefan Tui,
0: and Deontay Johnson were also uh, in the place. Yeah, Deontay, but but yep. and 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 Steph is tough for obvious reasons. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, I mean, I think we we share the opinion that uh, if and when he does return, he is eminently capable. Of yeah. becoming elite again like this. Yes. Because of the extraordinary talent that he has.
1: The old, uh the, the wild Mustang as DeCastro calls him. Um <laughs> but th- th- I think this is very fair when we're looking at what's gonna be leaned on when it comes to this team. It's all defense. You know, we're we're all excited about this receiving core Nodge as you said, his legs look like or his quads look like tree trunks right now. The He's unbelievable. Uh, he looks that good in person. Earl Campbell. Oh, I'm so glad. Really.
0: Earl Campbell.
1: Imagine that with... Barry Foster. um, Like, legitimately, he's looking the part. That's exciting, DK. And you add in James Daniel. You also add in the fact that these young guys are going to have a better year of experience. I'll say this, too. Kevin Dotson having some competition this year to actually fight for for one of the guard positions I think is going to be so important to the development of that offensive line so much better. So if Najee does look like that, hey, we'll be in a lot of games because of the run game. But the defense is where you're going to hang your hat at. And and when we started talking about Minka in the last segment, and I th- it think it's just hinged on the fact that you know what he can actually do for you on the field. He said Minka's 11 interceptions and 17 forced incompletion over the last three seasons. That has enough to make Pittsburgh's defense one of the best cores in the entire league. Yeah. So I'm all on board when it comes down to hanging my hat on these guys. I am still a little concerned still about the depth as far as giving TJ Watt some time off. Like TJ's he's six season, you know what I'm saying? Six or seven seasons he's going into. So you got to start. Okay. When do we start tapering a little bit? When do we start giving him a spell? Who is the guy that's going to be able well, to Well, who is him? the
0: guy? Is it Derek Toska? Is it somebody that they still have to acquire? I, I happen to believe it's going to be an addition from the outside, but then they have to be a little bit careful because of how they got burned last year with a certain yeah. outside addition. So they're not going to want to do that twice in a row. If Derek no. Tuska can uh, really show well in training camp and in the preseason, I think you might have uh, something there. So basically what you're saying, Moan, here is you wholly endorse everything about pro football focus. You think they've got good grades and they're really smart people no. with a lot of football backgrounds.
1: You, you know what stuff. I tell you? Even uh, a broke clock is uh, right two times a day. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's what I tell you you get lucky every once in a while
0: <laughs> when we come back on the Ramon Foster show it's our Hey Mone segment welcome back to the Ramon Foster show and as promised anytime somebody stops by our downtown headquarters here that we have in while we're recording the Ramon show we will turn over the Hey Mone segment to them in person so with that I'm going to bring in Dane Timmons and then I'm going to go to starbucks or something here, <laughs> hang on a second there this go,
1: is dude. always awesome dk we are a show for the people and i'm here for is that tennessee orange you have on too oh no that's no it's
2: pirates, pirates. I, gotta pirates. Get the pirates
1: <laughs> Whew, I was getting excited there for a second <laughs> what's up Barry? how are you i'm good any relations to lawrence timmons no
2: last, oh. different last name i-n-s oh. not o-n-s Oh, ah, okay. Okay. For so I've sure. gotten what? that a few times. So I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. What's, what's the question for the Hey Moan segment?
2: Okay. So I was thinking about the Steelers uh, offense coming up this season. So like yeah. last year we saw a lot of problems, a lot with, you know, the offensive line, not yeah. getting a lot of uh, stopping on that defensive line, especially, you know, from opposing defenses. I saw that a lot in the playoff game against Kansas city, but Mm-hmm. What do you, what should the Steelers do differently, whether it is trying to go out and sign somebody or just coaching wise, what should they do differently to, you know, s- strengthen that offensive line, especially with a different quarterback?
1: You know what I'd tell you? And uh, I appreciate the question. That's good. I would say this reps. Reps on top of reps on top of reps on top of reps. As much as those guys can get together while OTAs is going on, while minicamp is going on, like they got to be able to communicate with each other in the summertime. It all boils down to them being on the same pace because winning and losing the block is really – most of the time, a communication thing. Well, I misstepped or I didn't hear you on a call or I'm not familiar how you need me to help you with those things. Like, it's one thing to have a combo block on the line of scrimmage, but it's one thing to know what you're getting from your from your teammate, from the guy to the left or to the right to you. Like, I knew with Marquise. Marquise was gone. I had to get there as fast as I could. But Alejandro, if he and I were comboing on the backside of a play, I knew that Al needed a little bit more pop to far as him finishing because he was so tall in those situations like that. Um, and then it's this, too. It's also learning who does what best. You know what I'm saying? As far mm-hmm. as Dave was awesome with pulling and hitting the edge in those counter plays, you know, when we just run it up on teams running counter. But the other side of that was – Alejandro and myself were good at the combo blocks securing the front side so that nobody knocked Dave off his path as far as getting to the line of scrimmage and kicking that defensive end out. Um, those guys have to get a little mad at each other every once in a <laughs> while. That way he forced them to know what they're getting themselves into. And the, you, you know how it goes. If you got siblings you know an argument probably brings you closer. It's something you'll laugh about later. Um, And I feel like one thing that Coach Tomlin did with us when we were starting to grow up, he put us in bad situations. He let the defense run down on us, put us in the most obscure type of situation ever so that we could be ready or cause an issue to correct it in the long run. And and then at the end, it'll really just come down to pride. Like It'll really come down to, hey, I know I, as a player, hated hearing the chatter of the O-line needs to do this. You guys are holding the offense back. And it really was legitimately like a switch in leadership. It was a switch in just our play. And it was just a switch in overall, we're going to be the baddest guys that walk in this building on the field, and we're going to lead the charge. Like the leaders of the team being, of course, Cam on the other side, the older guys when they were there, they were who they were. But when it came to walking out on the field and setting the tone, it got to the point to where we would go out for the coin flip. And Coach Hmm. T would just automatically be like, big boys, I'm giving it to y'all. Why? Because we became the tone setters. And that that came, honestly, from a lot of just eating crap, you know what I'm (laughs) saying, as far as the position goes, and not wanting to be the reason that the team didn't succeed offensively. So you got Dan Moore with with a year under his belt. You got Kevin Dawson's in a position where he's got to fight for a job. Now you bring in Mason Cole, you have uh, James Daniels, and you have Chuksa for. Him. Like just in general, they should be better because paper says they are. But it also is going to come down to them every day in practice being available, playing a good bit of the preseason games if necessary, also, and just having that mindset of it's us versus the world until we carry all on our back. That was our. I guess you say, say, uh, method of becoming who we were as an OL? I
2: like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that, man. No, good question. I've, I've kind of been wanting to get into to that point a little bit when it comes down to uh, what it's going to take for that group to get tight, but it's going to be a process still. They can't run away from reps. They can't run away from anything as far as the work goes because that's the only way you're going to get five dudes working as one to be a whole lot better than they were last year.
2: And then – one little small thing off of that, like media in Pittsburgh, especially the yeah. fans like on Twitter and on Facebook, yeah, talking like about DK, I'm talking about <laughs> you. Just the, the people in general, like they'll go like I, I'm on Twitter all the time and I see people, right. you know, they're hating on, on players. That's through right. all the sports. If you yourself or another player, like if you're on – social media a lot, even if it's just, like, your agent or anything, or if you read through it, do you just try to, like, mentally block that out? Like, just oh. don't think about <laughs> all what the haters – or do you use that and just use that as, like, a motivation?
1: It's a fine line because if you buy into it, then you'll become it. You have one bad play as a wide receiver. So you have a drop. Oh, the, I am who they think I am. And you start to fight that off, and that creates more drops. If you give up a sack or two a game and you hear and you buy into that – then you'll never be able to correct it. It's a fine line of seeing it and using it for motivation. And it's also just like, well, you ever watch Mad Men, the show? Mm. Uh, Well, it's a famous line. I always use it from Don Draper as far as the responsibility of the job. You know, everybody knows players get compensated as far as play, the money that you get made, the Mm. money that you make, and you work hard for it. But all of those complaints, critiques, criticisms, hate, as Don Draper would say, that's what the money's for. You understand? Yeah. And then you got to get to a point as a player, too, to where you really psych yourself out a little bit and and say, man, I'm the best in the world. Screw those folks. I'm still the top 1% of all football players in the world. And I'm here and they're not. Like, that's mm-hmm. the mindset in which you have to get into when that type of stuff comes about.
2: Huh, I like that. Yeah. And I, I think true. it's just it's something, you know, different when you're looking through what people say. And I know especially like this year, not having Ben come back Man, and just, yeah. you know, that you have a different starting quarterback and you don't entirely know, you know, who's gonna take that position, but and drafting Pickett. Kenny, yeah. And just like that that for me on draft night when I was going through and I was just like refreshing and trying to figure out who they had picked before. Um <laughs> I just didn't want to watch the TV. I'm like, I just, I can't take that pressure. So I'm like, I'll you just know watch what? it on Twitter. But
1: I'm sure as far as Kenny goes and just that quarterback position goes too, there's a lot of people that probably felt that way. And honestly, they probably felt the same way about Ben. They probably felt mm. the same way about Cordell. They probably felt the same way about every quarterback that's walked through that room because football is one of those things you invest so much time, energy, effort, love, hate into it that everything is hinged on your your organization your team picking the right people to succeed you so and that's also the other aspect of it too is in football or almost any sport just being honest with you you got to go out and prove it and the weird thing about football is while we invest so much emotion and time in it when it takes a long time to get to the season it feels like but we only get one a week so you're more emotionally involved in it if you don't pick the right quarterback, you have a bad game, or even on the highs, if you win real big. Well, I can't wait for next week. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of emotions that go into uh football. But uh I'd almost tell you wait and wait and see, but that's all we really got to do anyway.
2: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem, it.
1: Dang. Have a good one, man. Get something nice some DK. Maybe you throw on the keychain or
2: something. <laughs> yeah, I already I stopped in before to get something. Okay, for sure. It was just about media. What did I miss here? No, nah, man. He was just speaking
1: about Let's just general happens. social media at this point. Uh, um, okay, just the okay. hate and love that guys get. I hear that was you. a Dane was real good, man.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I, I, all I do is I just populate this thing with potential replacements. That's how it goes here.
1: <laughs> you know what people call that? You're a very secure man. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was good. I'll be a lot more secure after the caffeine I'm about to get around the corner. Let's do it again tomorrow, Moan.
1: Let's rock out, DK. (laughs)